Here's a fact that so many of us get wrong. You cannot make time. Mm-mm. Now, you can take time. Okay, so what, Tracy? Who cares? Well, stay tuned. and I'm going to explain the five ways that you can start taking your time back. Being an entrepreneur sounds like, yes, another new client. I did it. But it can also sound like, I am really not understanding this technology. And I'm feeling so overwhelmed. Am I even cut out for this? That's why I started the Dark Horse Entrepreneur Podcast to help infopreneurs, coaches, and course creators who want to build a business online but are battling technology, overwhelm, procrastination, and even imposter syndrome. Think successfully, think differently, think bigger, and take action by learning tips from an array of business owners, all dropping knowledge on the Dark Horse Entrepreneur Podcast. Check us out at www.darkhorseschooling.com. What is up? What is up? What is up? What the hell is up, my Dark Horse friends and family? Welcome back to your weekly dose of making time by taking time learning. I'm your Dark Horse host, Tracy Brinkman. I've been in the coaching and course creation and online space since like the 90s. So I got a little experience under my belt and yet here I am still learning in 2022. And I'm here to share with you what I have learned and what I am still learning about course creation, coaching, entrepreneurship, and infopreneurship. But begs the question, who are you? Well, that, my friend, to me is infinitely more important. You are a driven entrepreneur. More specifically, an infopreneur with or seeking a coaching and online course model in your business. Or perhaps you're just hoping to have all of that very, very soon. Either way, you're here because you're ready to start, restart, kickstart, or just start leveling up with some great marketing, personal, or business tips and results. Very important to get those results in order to build that beautiful business of yours into the empire it absolutely deserves to be. And that's why I'm here hitting you with another solo success episode coming to you straight from the Dark Horse Entrepreneur HQ as we dive deep into your infopreneurship and course creation success with some actionable advice, tips, and steps designed to help you level up your game. Because you know what? As we already know, there are no shortcuts, zero, nada, not going to happen, except for taking those little steps towards goal every single day. Time, 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 time. Time is one of those things we all have the exact same amount of. And I don't mean in the fact that you're going to live 80 years and I'm going to live 80 years. I'm talking about every single day when we lift our head off that pillow or off the couch, depending on where you fell asleep last night, right? <laughs> um, when we lift our head up in the morning and open our eyes and shake away Mr. Sleepy, we have 24 hours. That's it. Two, four hours. And I didn't do the math ahead of time, but there's a very limited number of minutes. But here's the thing. We all get the same amount. It's what we do with that amount that really makes the difference. And we've all heard this, right? Hey, you only get so so many hours in a day and so many minutes in a day. Here, let me do the math real fast. 24 hours times 60 minutes, that's 1,440 minutes. That's what you get, 1,440. If someone deposited $1,440 into your bank account every morning, what would you do with it? You had to spend it. That's time. That's what it is, plain and simple. The Almighty, the Creator, Allah, Buddha, God, whoever you believe in, Mother Nature, the universe, deposits 1,440 minutes into your life every day. What are you doing with it? 
Well, um, so you're spending some of it sleeping. You're right. Got to get some sleep. It's good for you. Don't cut it. I very, <laughs> I highly recommend you get the right amount of sleep, whatever that is for you, right? And I know there's times when I get less sleep than usual, and I don't want to ramble off on a, a rant, but we're talking about time here. We have to give some of it up for our health, and sleep is one of those things that go into our health, right? You got to give a little time to uh, exercise the old body, yeah, right? Got to keep the engine humming, right? You got to dedicate a little time to eat. You got to dedicate a little time to those that you care about. Now, here's the thing. These things will go up and down in accordance with the things that are going on in your life. But all, all in all, these are things you got to dedicate your time to. Now, you don't work out every day, or maybe you do. I don't work out every single day, but there are certain days and certain amounts of time that I do get in workouts, right? And I have to dedicate the time to that. I uh, make sure I spend a, a good amount of time with my loved ones every single day. Every single day I spend some time with my wife. There it is, right? I, I, that's, it's important to me. Every single day I do something to try and improve myself. Maybe it's just reading a little bit. Maybe it's journaling a little bit. Maybe it's watching some videos to learn more. Maybe it's sitting down and enhancing a piece of the podcast or a business or whatever it might be, helping someone out, right? One of those pieces of learning is a book I'm currently going through, and it's called The Bullet Journal Method. I've been a big fan of journaling probably since, oh, I can remember having written but I really got into it in the late 80s and in the 90s. And I have a number of journals from those days laying around here somewhere. And I have a new one I just started. I'm cracking it open right here. As we, on the front of it is a big old Dark Horse Entrepreneur sticker. But all that said is this new book is looking at a different way to do journaling. Uh, and I've tried all the different ways. I've tried artistic methods. I've tried just scribbling notes every single day, just writing down my goals every single day. And every single one of them have some benefits involved, right? But they never quite fit my style. And here's one of the downsides of buying some of those planners. And trust me, I've had a lot of them. <laughs> so I know what I'm talking about here is they tend to restrict you into their methodology, and if you have something that is very structured and laid out and you're the creative flowing type, you almost feel like it's restricting your flow, right? And you, it, you'll, you'll try it for a little while and you'll either try to conform into it or eventually you'll be like me. You're like, well, this is going to work. And you set it aside. Uh, or maybe you have one that's very flowy and very open architecture and you're like, I need some direction. I need some some path to follow to keep me on track, you know. Or maybe you're a little of both, like me. I am a little of both. I like to have that creative openness. So if I want to uh, draw something as opposed to writing a big old journal entry, I can just have a space to draw. And this particular method that I have stumbled across here, and it's again, it's called the bullet journal method. Maybe I'll put, I think I'll remember to put a link into the book down in the show notes. Uh, it's by Ryder Carroll, and uh, um, he wrote this for himself originally. And as he shared it with some folks who were asking how he uh, managed his time so well, and he had some, um, I think it was ADHD he admitted to having in there. And it, you know, it was a way for him to channel his thoughts and keep himself organized in the mix of dealing with that, um, uh, with that constraint in his life. Uh, that, uh, I don't know, I won't call it affliction. I mean, anyway. And uh, he came up with this 
very flexible style. But here's, and I'm not talking about, I don't want to spend this episode talking about journaling, even though it seems like it, but I would highly urge if you uh, have considered journaling uh, or have journaled, and uh, this is a mix of, uh, he does a great combination of uh, a planner and a journal and a task list, and he finds that that point where they all kind of converge. And that's what this, I'll call it system, kind of entails. So go check it out. Uh, if you have any interest in helping organize yourself and you're looking for some system that's a little easier where it combines your beliefs into action. Um, but uh, there was a piece of it where he was talking about some of the key concepts in the practice. And one of the things was, as you heard me mention at the start of this, is you can't make time. You can only take time. And that kind of inspired some ideas that are now in this podcast episode that you're listening to. And there are really five bullet points I want to leave you with here today, all right? So one is the link between happiness and meaning, meaning, right? Uh, two, you need to cultivate your curiosity. Man, all right? We'll, we'll go into that in a minute. Three is asking yourself small questions. Four, you got to be able to look inward or you're never going to get forward. And the last thing is you're going to fail. That's it. Just let's just own that right now. Okay. So let's get back to the top here. Happiness is the byproduct of doing something with meaning. I think so many times people are out there going, if I can make a million dollars, I'll be happy. No, no, no. Okay. Maybe... Maybe there's something that making a million dollars will enable you to do, to get, to complete, to accomplish, right? But I don't think the goal of the million dollars itself is going to bring your happiness. You see, in order to be happy, you're going to have to figure out what the hell is meaningful to you, right? So often we're attracted to the next, ooh, look at that shiny object, ooh, I want to chat. I want to try that. Ooh, that's awesome. You know, and, and, and next thing you know, we've, we've wasted a day, a week, a month, a year, 10 years, a decade, whatever it is on something that's really not doing anything for us. Nothing meaningful, right? You want to figure out what is meaningful to you and for you. And that's what you want to put your time in. So you want to take the time away from those unmeaningful projects and people. Let me just say it. There are people, there are people out there that are using your time to their benefit. So you need to stop giving your time to them, okay, without any kind of meaningful return. I'm not just saying, hey, if there's people out there that need your help, that you're not helping them. Don't get me wrong. I'm saying that there are people, there are time vultures, there are time vampires out there that are sucking your time away and giving you nothing nothing, not even the satisfaction of your being able to help them, okay? Now, so happiness is that byproduct of doing something that is meaningful to and for you, okay? Now, to do that, you can have to cultivate this mm, curiosity. You want to be like a kid. Remember when you were a kid? Oh my gosh, everything was interesting. Oh, I want to go try that. Oh, I want to go try that. You know, you just had this curiosity about the world. Oh, why is the sky blue, right? Why is the sunrise on this side and, and set over there, right? Why do waves start, right? Cultivate your curiosity 
And one of the great ways to do that is by setting goals, right? Now, you, you want those bohags, right? Those big, hairy, audacious goals. But then you want to sit down there and you want to break them down into smaller pieces. And I know in uh, my book, uh, The Success Atlas, right, um, I talked to you about creating them down into short runways. Um, in, in this book here, um, The Bullet Journal Method, he called them sprints, which is just another way of, you know, calling the short runways as I broke them down to. And then you want to break those, uh, those short runway goals all the way down into small tasks. Now, here's the cool thing, right? Getting a task done, checking it off in your planner or just checking it off on, you know, your, uh, in your journal or whatever it is, it, it, it's that hit of dopamine like social media gives you. Man, I got it accomplished. You get, you get pound your chest. Oh, I, I did it. I did it. And next thing you know, you've gotten two or three tasks done and there's one of your short runways completed on your task and you're just that much closer to that big, hairy, audacious goal that you dreamed about a week, a month, a year ago. So get curious. Look at everything and look at everything differently. I mean, maybe there's something you're doing today that you shouldn't be. Or maybe you should be doing it, but you should be doing it just a little bit differently, right? Social media, maybe you're getting on there and you're spending two hours uh, knowing full well that that's where your audience is at and you're doing all the right things to engage them. Is there a way you could get that same level of engagement in an hour? Hmm? Maybe, uh, hey, maybe just, is there a way you can get that same level of engagement in an hour and a half? Now you've just bought back yourself 30 minutes of time that you can apply to what we just talked about, things that are meaningful, all right? So that leads right into number three here, which is those small questions. You have to ask those small questions in order to create small solutions. Small questions, small solutions are the leverage point to big change over time, right? A little question here like, hmm, how can I trim back 30 minutes of my social media time without losing the engagement that I have with my audience? Hmm. All right. Well, I could do this and I could do that. Maybe I could automate some of the posting pieces and then I can, uh, instead of hopping on for two hours straight, maybe I break it into 15 minutes of here and 15 minutes of there and 15 minutes of there. Maybe I can get it done in 45 minutes, huh? right? Productivity, you see, is all about improvement that you can sustain. Something that you can continue to do over and over and over again without wearing your ass out, right? I said it. I, I, I said it how I said it. <laughs> You've got, it's got to be sustainable. Otherwise, you're not going to keep doing it. How many times have we picked up that new shiny object and thought, oh my God, this is amazing. And it was fun because you hadn't done it before and you started doing it. And then you started realizing, Jesus, criminy, it just takes uh, 45 minutes, right? I, I, I can't keep doing it. Uh, you know, right? Next thing you know, you're doing it every couple of days and then it's once a week and then you just stop doing it all together even if you lasted that long, right? In order for you to achieve your goals and ask those small questions, create those small solutions that are going to chip away and give you some of that time back. And it's going to lead to these huge, massive, monumental changes over time. And here's the other thing. It's these little questions. They're going to ask, hmm, it's going to give you these small perspective view changes, right? Instead of 
turning around 180 degrees, maybe you just move five degrees. Oh, that's a slightly different view. Ah, I never, I never thought about it this way. Okay, and next thing you know, you know, six months later, you've turned 180 degrees without even realizing it. Whereas if you were to try to turn that 180 degrees right out of the gate, it would have been this monumental effort because you know those big boats don't change don't don't change the direction on a dime, do they? Now, one of the key things about all of this, and you've heard me say this time and time again, if you've been listening to maybe more than three episodes of this show, is it's all about, uh, how did Michael Jackson say it? The man in the mirror, right? Or, or the woman in the mirror, the boy, the girl, whichever you happen to be looking at in the morning when you're brushing your teeth, right? You have to look inward in order to move forward. You just can't say it better than that, right? You're going to have to turn your eyes and just stare yourself down. Look at that man in the mirror so that you can start to move forward, right? And I would I would suggest, and I'm going to say it again, dedicate some specific time to reflecting on the things you're doing, the things you've done recently, maybe the things you've done in the past, the good, the bad, and the ugly, okay? And, and then come back to the things you're doing today. This is where, you know, for me, the journal is coming into play. It's like, I, I can juggle so many balls. And I keep thinking, oh, I can easily add that to my list. And next thing you know, some things are slipping through the cracks and we don't want that, right? So if you're reflecting on what's going on, you're going to keep your eye on the ball. If you're using a good journal like I'm starting to do now, it will definitely be helpful. And then you can start prioritizing, right? What matters? Okay, we just talked about that. It's all about that meaningful stuff. And then discard the rest. As, as Again, I'm going to repeat another thing I say here quite a bit. Um, one of my favorite sayings from Bruce Lee is, you know, absorb what is useful, discard the rest, and then add what is uniquely you. Right, so someone teaches you um, a, a a technique or um, a process. Absorb what is useful for you, for your family, for your life, for your business. Discard the parts that you don't find useful. I mean, it's great. Thank you for teaching me that. But this is the part that really gets me the eighty percent, ninety percent that I need. That other ten percent you taught me, yeah, I, I can't figure out how it's going to be meaningful or benefit me, or get me closer to my goal. So I'm just going to leave that over here on the side. Don't delete it. Put it in your journal somewhere for, there's a thing here in his process called a future log. Drop it into your future log so that you can every once in a while just peek back at it. Oh, because here's what's going to happen. A day, a month, a year, six months, a decade, five years from now, you're going to see that and go, whoa, I totally forgot about that. I think I could roll into what I'm doing today. And further enhance the process that was enhanced the first time I used the, you know, the first 80 or 90%. I'm going to add in that last, or I'm going to add in five, half of that remaining 10% of the whole 10%. And now you're ready for it. It's like, it's like, it's like going back and reading a good book. There was a, a book, oh my gosh, um, Over the Top by Sig Ziglar. And the first time I read it, I was going through all kinds of junk. My, my daughter had just passed away. And there was some amazing things that got me motivated, got me up off my butt, and kept me from sinking into, you know, the bottomless abyss of sorrow that comes with losing a child, and which was a good thing. And then 
probably about three years later, I went back and reread the exact same book. And there were things in there that I hadn't noticed the first time I read it. And here's my thought. I wasn't ready for those things yet. They were there. I read them. My eyes went right across the words. Uh, usually when I'm reading, if I'm reading alone, I'm usually mumbling the words to myself. You know what I'm saying? So, and they're going into the brain, but the brain's going, yeah, you're not ready for that yet. And kicks it right on out. So don't discard things. And here's another suggestion for you. <laughs> Maybe there's a book that you were uh, significantly empowered by or impacted by. Maybe it's time to go back and reread that book. Hmm? Or at least rescan it. Anyway, so... Um, look for, look inward to find the ways to move forward, okay? And again, dedicate some time in the morning, in the evening, or both. And I'm not talking about a lot of time. We're talking about 15 minutes here, right? Share a little gratitude notes to yourself. Look at it as, uh, look what it is you accomplished yesterday. Hmm? Good, bad, indifferent, great, right? And then what it is that didn't get accomplished yesterday that you need to uh, check off today, and then look at maybe uh, your, your monthly log or in this, like I mentioned earlier, your future log, any things you need to move to get done today. And then prioritize what matters hmm? and discard the rest. There you go. And the last thing we talked about is here's the thing. You're going to fumble. You're going to bumble. You're going to fall. You're going to trip. You're going to face plant. Just bam, right there. Busted nose and all. It's going to happen. But even more so than that, you're going to 150% fail if you never even begin. If you don't start, you've already failed. Now, if you try and you fail, when you failed a single time, there it is. Okay, I, I tried it. I took you, you step up to the plate, you take that swing and you miss. Strike one. All right, big deal. Okay. Now, if you compromise, you've failed. You'll fail twice as hard if you don't even start because you didn't even try. And that's going to chip away. I know it for me. It, it chips away at my self-esteem. It chips away at my confidence. It chips away at my heart. So really, you just have to start. And I, I think the next episode, I want to I chat more about, you know, better is greater than perfect. Because that's a whole, I, I could go on, but we're already 22 minutes into this. And I want to uh, i want to leave you. I don't want to drive these episodes too long. But I want to leave you with that, right? Failure is guaranteed. Guaranteed. As a gentleman down in the uh, southeast of Louisiana used to say, guaranteed if you never even start. Right? If you don't even walk up to the starting gate, you failed. Now, if you walk up to the starting gate and the thing goes, dun, 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 and the gate's open and you, you just, you take off like a shot, maybe you twist your ankle. Maybe just everyone else is around you is faster and you come in last, you still finished the race. Hmm? You started, you learned something. You learn that maybe on the inside track, when it comes to those curves, you can't be hanging way out there on the on, on the outside. You gotta you gotta go into the rail, the inside rail, because it's a shorter distance, and you can't be bursting all your energy on that curve. And when it comes to that straightaway, you can't keep the same pace. You gotta bust out hard and long and fast. 
because that's where the energy happens. Hmm? Yeah, And maybe there's all kinds of other tricks and techniques you learn. Maybe if you use some of the NASCAR things, you draft someone until you come off that curb. When you come off that curb, use that draft to slingshot off of them from the things that you learned from being right behind them the whole time. Okay? So, happiness, right? It's all about that meaning. Curiosity, man, you need to, you need to cultivate that in order, and, and really, you can really do that by setting your goals. And here's the really cool thing about that. If you generate your curiosity, you're going to try lots of things. And you're going to find lots of things you just don't like to do. I don't like doing that. Okay. We'll do it when you have to, and then find someone to do it for you. Here's the other thing. You're also going to find lots of things that you do like to do. And you're going to broaden your knowledge set and your comfort zone in the process. But you're never going to do it if you don't generate that curiosity. All right? And that comes with those small questions. Asking yourself those small questions. Asking them about your life, your business, your loved ones. Finding those small solutions, those small answers to those questions. And stack those up. And you're going to get big chains over a relatively short period of time. But over the long course... That 180 degrees is going to come with ease. And it all starts by looking inward, looking at that man in the mirror, right? Asking those small questions, getting those small solutions so that you can move forward. And just resolve yourself that failure comes with success. You think of any successful person, man or woman out there, even the children, they have failed more often than they have succeeded, right? They just didn't look at it as failure. It's not failure, it's feedback. You tried something, it didn't work the way you expected it to, or maybe it didn't work the way you wanted it to, but you got some data. You got some results. Oh, well, there's probably a, a reason why it didn't go the way I wanted it to because of this, that, or the other thing, those small questions. Now, let's find a solution for that, put it in place, and try again. Step up to that gate. Wait for it to go. And burst out even faster this time. All right. So in next episode, we are going to chat a bit more about perfect not being as good as being better. Ah, I said that wrong. Better is greater than being perfect. All right, ladies and gentlemen, you get out there. You run your race. And you let me tell me. Tell me about it, right? Well, I mean, what little nugget did you get out of this that you're like, oh, I'm going to try that. I'm going to give that a shot. Give it a shot. Get out there. Run your race. And get your results. You know, take that one tipper idea that you, you thought of from this and let me hear about that. You know, Tracy at darkhorseschooling.com. Hells, probably bring you on the show and let you share your success story. Until next time, think successfully and take action. Thank you for listening to the Dark Horse Entrepreneur Podcast. Thanks for tuning in. Check us out at www.darkhorseschooling.com. All right. My name is Tracy Brinkman. Yeah.